Hi, my name is Mal. My name is Betsy. And my name is Anna. And this is To Drink or Not To Drink. Today, we are investigating teenage brains and alcohol consumption, a wildly common party occurrence among teenagers. One study showed that over 69% of students who have just graduated high school admitted to having drunk before. During adolescence, where the teenage brain is still developing the physical and interpersonal skills necessary for successful integration into society, teenagers are incredibly vulnerable to the effects of drugs and alcohol. But how different are the effects on them compared to adults? But why do we even want to study this? Well, as teenagers ourselves, we think it is important to be informed and inform others about the damaging effects that substances, specifically alcohol, can have on the brain in developmental periods. We know from experience that students at our school drink and that the possibility of drink, kids drinking underage is inevitable. We understand this. However, we wanted to bring more awareness to the problem and hopefully encourage students and even adults to hold off on the alcohol, at least until they are of age. Here are the questions that we will be answering. How do the adult brain and adolescent brain differ? How do these differences affect adults and adolescents differently when they consume alcohol? What are the lasting effects? And helping us answer these questions will be Dr. Conroy, Dr. Suzanne Hiller-Sturm-Hohel, and Dr. Scott Schwarzwalder. Dr. Conroy is a neurologist in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. He has been practicing neurology for 29 years, receiving his medical degree from the University of New England. And although unable to connect Dr. Suzanne Hiller Sturmhofel and Dr. Scott Schwarzwalder, we had the privilege of reading one of their articles, Alcohol's Effect on the Adolescent Brain, What Can Be Learned from Animal Models, which provided important insights needed to answer our questions. Let's start off with some background. What even is alcohol and how does it affect us? Alcohol is made of ethanol, usually produced by the fermentation of fruit or grain. This ethanol increases the effect of GABA, an inhibitory neurotransmitter. The inhibitory action leads to the classic description of alcohol being a depressant because it depresses certain functions, including motor and cognitive abilities, symptoms of being drunk. So how do the adult brain and adolescent brain differ? Well, here's what we know so far. Teenage brains are much more underdeveloped than adult brains. Young brains tend to develop back to front, meaning that the frontal lobe is the most underdeveloped. The frontal lobe handles risk-taking and decision-making. That is why it is often thought that teenagers are reckless or crazy, when in fact it's their brain that is not fully developed. This means they are more likely to explore drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors. We also know that the adult brain stops developing by stopping myelination, the fatty protective layer surrounding neurons, around the late 20s, which lessens the ability for influence from outside sources, including alcohol. They're also less likely to make the same risky choices that teenagers make. However, we're not experts, so we decided to consult a paper written by Dr. Suzanne Hiller-Sturmfofel and Dr. Scott Schwarzwalder to learn more about the differences in the adult and adolescent brain. They state that the brain undergoes significant structural and functional changes between childhood and adolescence, while cognitive functions develop later during adolescence. Healthy development is essential to develop optimal neurocognitive performance, therefore any neurotoxins like alcohol could create cognitive problems that last well into their future. 
A few of the areas that Drs. Sturmhofel and Schwarzwalder discuss as most vulnerable due to being the most underdeveloped are the frontal lobe, which handles risk and decision-making, hippocampus, which is involved in memory consolidations, and cortices, which are made up of white matter, the myelinated areas of the brain that allow for an efficient delivery of information. These, lead differences, these differences leads into our next question. So how do the differences affect adults and adolescents differently when they consume alcohol? Dr. Conroy says alcohol causes issues with spatial working memory, impulse control, issues with executive functioning. Let's learn about and connect this idea to the three parts of the brain Dr. Sturmhofel and Schwarzwalder said are most vulnerable. First, the frontal lobe. According to multiple studies, in adolescents who drink alcohol regularly, it is often found that they have smaller prefrontal regions, which in the long term can play a role in causing decision-making difficulties for adults. However, the frontal lobe also handles higher-order functioning like emotional regulation and even cognitive flexibility. By abusing alcohol, adolescents put their frontal lobe at risk. Having a smaller frontal lobe not only means they may have difficulty making decisions, but also learning new things and controlling their emotions. Next, the hippocampus. Before we begin talking about what happens to the hippocampus when alcohol is introduced, let's first go over what exactly is the hippocampus. The hippocampus is a small region located deep in the center of the brain. It is thought to be a center of emotion, memory, and autonomic nervous system, making it extremely important. Several studies have shown, including Dr. Sturmhofel and Dr. Schwarzwalder's study, that high alcohol consumption in adolescents leads to smaller bilateral hippocampal volume. Dr. Conroy also confirms, saying there are measurable imaging changes in the volume of the hippocampus white matter. And the worst part is that the more the teenager drinks, the smaller the volume will become. You might be asking, does size really matter? And the answer is definitely yes. A smaller hippocampus means a less efficient hippocampus. Adolescents who suffer from having a small hippocampus most clearly find difficulty with emotional regulation and memory consolidation. One study Dr. Sturmhofel and Dr. Schwarzwalder ran to test the hippocampal activity is through the Morris Water Maze task. This task involves placing a rat in a large circular tank filled with water. The rat must locate a platform that is submerged about an inch from the surface in order to rest. This is then repeated several times to test the subject's ability to remember, which involves the hippocampus. In this particular study, three treatment groups are formed. Group 1 received no alcohol, being the control group. Group 2 received a low level of alcohol. And group 3, who received a high level of alcohol. The results of this study showed that only the adult rats that were exposed to the high alcohol group showed impairment, meaning that low levels of alcohol did not affect the function of their hippocampus, while adolescents showed impairments when exposed to lower levels of alcohol as well, showing their hippocampus was much more susceptible to the effects of alcohol even in small amounts. The final vulnerable area is the cortices of the brain. Cortices hold a combination of gray and white matter that provides storage of memories and a place to learn. Normally, adolescents' brain then The final vulnerable area is the cortices of the brain. Cortices hold a 
combination of grant and white matter that provides storage of memories and a place to learn. And normally, an adolescent's brain will thin its cortices while they're growing in order to learn new information and forget what is not important. However, after drinking alcohol, the reverse can happen where cortices actually begin to become thicker. As the cortices become thicker, they have more trouble sending information efficiently to different lobes, receiving information, and causing muddy communication. Dr. Conroy also comments that the effects on multiple neurotransmitters that call these cortices home. These four effects cause delayed responses which can slow anything from learning to movement. Well, what are the lasting effects? While the immediate effects of ethanol on the teenage brain are significant, the symptoms of chronic consumption following individuals into adulthood are often permanent and life-altering. Consuming alcohol during adolescence, as Dr. Conroy mentioned, is found to affect the mesolimbic dopamine pathway, which mediates drug and ethanol-seeking behavior in adult rodents. A study resulted in severe alcohol dependence in adult rats that had consumed ethanol during early life. Adolescent alcohol use was also linked to the locking in of adolescent-like behaviors in adults, like increased impulsivity and a greater risk preference. The adult brain of individuals that had drank during their teenage years also exhibited impairment in memory as well as the imbalance of excitatory and inhibitory pathways. For example, the persistent alteration in the activity of GABA, uh, the primary inhibitory neurotransmitter in the brain, and one of the heavy regulators of anxiety was observed, which explains the anxiety as a major symptom of alcohol addiction. Accelerated during adolescence is synaptic development, which is heavily linked to brain plasticity both during youth and in adulthood. Involved in this process of synaptic maturation are microglia, which mediate immune responses and trim weak synaptic connections so that important pathways, like the memory of a poisonous plant, can be kept, while unnecessary memories, such as what you had for dinner last week, can be cleared to preserve space in the brain. Triggering microglia are immune signaling molecules, TLRs, toll-like receptors, HMGV1, high mobility group box 1, and RAGE, receptor for advanced glycation end products in addition to pro-inflammatory cytokines. There are natural age-associated changes in the amounts of each of these molecules that reflect the maturation of synapses during adolescence but the addition of ethanol to the system caused abnormal activation of these molecules and microglia, which in turn disrupt the adolescent synaptic maturation, leading to behavioral issues and continuous neurodegeneration later in life. The use of alcohol will always be prevalent among teenagers because of its mysterious and alluring nature. However, here are the main takeaways. 1. Drinking alcohol at a young age can not only cause impairment during adolescence, but also have permanent effects that cannot be reversed. 2. Almost every aspect of cognitive activity and brain physiology is affected by alcohol consumption. And 3. Adolescents are more vulnerable to the long-term effects of alcohol. So, think twice, even if you're an adult, before sipping. This has been To Drink or Not To Drink, signing off.